0: Randall Vaughn. I'm currently serving 1,214 years in Wallensford State Prison in Big Stone Gap, Virginia, for capital murder. This is my podcast. Red On you Randy. I hope you enjoy listening to me. For long-term listeners to my podcast, you've heard me talk about, you know, how I've I've been in a, a couple of relationships uh, since I've been inside prison, and that they didn't work out. One of them completely crashed and burned. Um, that one was uh, that one was a pretty bad one. Um, so I swore off relationships and just it's not going to happen. And a couple years later, lo and behold, Nicole comes trotting along, and I'm back in a damn relationship again, and kind of loving it. So me and my buddy Cartoon were talking about relationships uh, about a week ago while we was on lockdown, how different men deal with it. You know, but he's married. I'm well on my way to getting married. So we were just talking about normal relationship things, how guys in prison deal with it. And we got on the subject of talking about sex. You know, not not a conversation I normally talk about with dudes in prison, but we just, we started talking about it and It's a very interesting subject, so I decided to do a podcast on it because you've got a lot of different guys. Most guys in prison actually have relationships with girls on the street, and you've got the few guys that, you know, they've got five or six relationships that they're juggling. How do we deal with it? How do we deal with the fact that, I mean, let's face it. If a man is in prison and their woman is on the street, nine times out of ten... That woman is going to continue to have sex with somebody. How does the man deal with it? And it's that's a tricky subject for me because I'm one of them dudes that I'm completely loyal. Like I'm absolutely loyal. Yes, I know I'm a virgin and all that stuff, but it doesn't matter to me. Like I would never cheat. Like I, I don't. I don't believe in it. To me, I believe that it's it makes a man weak. Like it, it's it's. You have a weak mind if you cheat. And hell I even one day I remember me and my editor, uh, producer, excuse me, my field producer, Paulie, we was discussing this subject and I sit there and told him, like, dude, if I ever found out that you cheated on your girlfriend, like I would end our friendship. And he was like, Wow, why would you do that? It's like I'm not cheating on you. I said, Yeah, true. However, look at it from this perspective. This perspective, if you cheat on a woman you claim to love, you say you love her, you're in a relationship with her, and you betray her, what would you do to me? I'm not giving you a blowjob. I ain't having sex with you. I'm just your friend. If you're going to stab her in the back, what the hell would you do to me? I'm just some dude in your life. And that's the way I look at it. You know, so I don't believe in cheating. Like, I won't even be friends with someone that I know is cheating. Now, I'm not going to be that kind of dude that's going to go run into his girlfriend and say, hey, yo, dude is cheating on you. I'm not a snitch. She's just going to have to find out that information on her own. So, I and I don't believe in getting cheated on. Obviously, hell, nobody does. So, it raises up an interesting question. What happens... If my girl Nicole is out there having sex with someone while I'm still in prison and I'm in a relationship with her, do I leave her? Do I cut all ties with her? Or do I accept it and just ignore this fact until I get out of prison and then, hey, this is going to stop? And that's a tough one for me. But the crazy thing is, I've actually fallen in such love with Nicole that it, it, I don't believe she is. But if she did, I've, I've fallen in such love with this woman that, honestly, I would just ignore it. You know, and I was talking to Cartoon about this, and he was telling me, like, look. He said, I actually come from it from a different perspective. He says, I don't care if she's cheating. If Crystal cheats on me, it is what it is. Like, I don't give a damn because I'm in prison. And if she was in prison and I was on the street, hey, I'd be getting some myself. That's just facts of life. It's just the only thing I think about and the only thing I want and require from Crystal is this. Don't do it in my house. Don't do it in my bed. Don't do it where you work at. And don't do it with people that are your friends that are going, like, when I if I get out of prison I give my time back and I go home, I'm going to be around these people. Because that's the ultimate disrespect. It's for a woman to sleep with someone else, to cheat on you with someone else that's going to be around you all the time that you're going to invite into y'all's home. And, now, look, women, let me give you some advice. There is, I'm not sure what to call it, just, I'm just going to label it a man thing. All right? When you're in a relationship with a guy and you cheat on him and you have sex with one of their friends, or you have sex with someone that's just going to be in y'all's life somewhat, maybe someone at their work or, or, or family member, however, when guys pull up on other guys and you're snuggled up in your guy's arms, you're standing there holding hands or something like that. The guy that you're cheating on, the guy that you're, I mean, excuse me, the guy that you're cheating with, the guy that you're sleeping with, is going to look your man in the eyes and he's going to give him that silent message like, yeah, I'm hitting your girl, bro. What the f you going to do about it? And we recognize that look. We see that look. Come on, man. We ain't dumb. We know what time it is. Yeah, you got some that are a little bit clueless, but most of us, we pick up on that. It's a man thing. It's It's a domination type of thing. Like, yeah. And that's what guys are thinking in their head. So, like, he doesn't want to deal with that. Cartoon don't want to deal with that because Cartoon get that look, he's going to jump off. Like, dude trying to go, for real. I mean, yeah, he's doing everything he can now to kind of lay low and, you know, stay out the way and, and so on and so forth. But he goes home and some dude that she's been sleeping with, Gives him that look, and yeah things, I think it's gonna be a little bit different. Like he's probably going to do thirty days in jail for a, you know for a assault battery. And then you got some guys in here that from the, you know, like me, I don't want to know about it. Don't tell me. And like it, 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 Nicole, if you're listening to this, if for whatever reason you have those needs, hey, just yeah, don't don't do it in our house. don't do it in our bed. And I don't want to know who the motherfucker is. Don't tell me about it. Cartoon, he's the opposite. He actually wants to know. Look, just let me know, but follow these certain guidelines and rules. But then you've got other guys. Like, I'm not going to say his name um, just simply because I haven't ran this by him. But he was a part of the conversation, and he was like, look, man, if, if I call home and my girl is actually having sex while I'm on the phone, they said, man, put me on speakerphone so I can encourage the guy. And set it down in there, man, so I can hear that getting popped. I'm like, bro, for real? He said, yeah. He said, why not? He said, shoot, dude, I'm, I'm going to throw the damn blanket over my lap, and I'm going to start masturbating to it. I'm like, bro, you're taking it too far now, man. He said, look, man, I'm going to be in prison for the rest of my life. He said, man, chances are I ain't never getting no ass again. her. So why not? Why Why not enjoy hearing that, making it a little bit more real for me when I do masturbate. Yeah, that's that's a totally different outlook than I've got, man. You know, and that's, that's the way guys are in prison. Yeah. And some, obviously, they get broken hearted. They get destroyed. Like, it's the worst thing in the world that has ever happened to them. They find out their wife is cheating on them. They start screaming and cussing on the phone and... Disrespecting them and all that, and they they several relationships. They'll delete the phone number off their call list. They'll go delete them off the kiosk, so they can no longer get emails from them. They they'll go. They'll start doing drugs. They'll start drinking. They'll start fighting, and they don't know how to handle that. They don't know how to deal with that. They don't know how to process that. You, you see this stuff a lot. I mean, it's it's damn near a regular occurrence, especially if you're like in a big pod and there's 80 to 100 guys in the pod, like, you'll see it like once or twice a month, you'll see a guy just snap out like that because he found out that his wife had sex with some dude on the street. I think personally, if you get locked up, whether you're female or male, it doesn't matter. If you're in a relationship with someone, if you're married to someone, and for whatever reason, you get incarcerated, you cannot hold your spouse or your significant other to to chastity. Now, I know there's gonna be a lot of Christians that hear this and start screaming at me, especially with the fact that I am a Christian. But people have needs. People people need that once you start like there's no stopping. Once you start having sex, there's there's no there's no going back. Oh, you might not do it for, you know, a year or two, but you ain't doing it with other people, but you're still going to be doing it with yourself, so you're still having sex. Masturbation is still sex. That's what a lot of people in the world don't understand and comprehend. It's still a sexual act. So even if you're not necessarily doing it with someone else, you're still having sex. It's just with yourself this time. So if you're in a relationship and you're incarcerated, you've got to accept that. And that's the way most guys in prison are. We've come to the point where, like, okay, look, just either don't tell us about it or, you know, follow these this set of guidelines. And I think that's the smart, mature way of handling it and dealing with it. Look, as long as you're there for me, as long as you're not doing it in my house or my bed, as long as it ain't nobody in my family or it ain't none of our friends that I'm going to see when i you know, matter of fact, I don't even want it in our town. Go— Go to another town. Go go visit someplace else and, and, you know, have your little one-night stand or whatever, and then come on back to the house. And you, when you got those certain needs again, you, you know, you go to a different town or whatever. But Like, just don't crap where you eat, basically, is what I'm saying. And that's how I chose to look at it. It's going to hurt. Like, nobody wants their spouse or their significant other to be in the arms of someone else. But at what point do you have to set someone free? At what point do you say, look, you know what, if I was if I was on the street and they was in here, could I be faithful to this person? And if your answer is no, and look, this is the thing. A lot of men have a double standard. A lot of men think it's okay for them to run around and have sex with a whole bunch of girls, and it means nothing but yet you let their girl do the exact same thing. Even if it's just one time, all of a sudden they paint them with a whore brush. They paint them as a slut or, or, or one of those nasty derogatory words for the simple fact that it's them doing it to them. That's not fair. You, you can't do that. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. So when you come to prison, and you deal with this, and you're going to deal with this if you come to prison, don't burn your relationship. Don't lose someone in your life that means something to you, someone who's willing to help you, someone who's willing to talk to you and and stand by your side. Because there's a lot of guys who come to prison, and their wives or their girls will leave them immediately. Like The relationship is over with, and they just move on to someone else. So if you're in a relationship with a girl on the street, and you get locked up for whatever, let her do her, bro. Just set some ground rules at the beginning of the relationship. You know, at the beginning of your your sentence, I mean, the beginning of your time. Set those ground rules, and then stick bomb and don't think about it. Don't don't let yourself be in here wondering, man. I, I wonder what she doing. Wonder who she doing. How many is she doing? But like, come on, bro. She wasn't doing it with you while you was on the street. She ain't going to be doing it with other guys. Stop that. And like, and you hear guys in the cell at night sometimes crying. And you can hear guys talking to themselves, having conversations with their girl. Like, bitch, I'll kill you. How dare you cheat on me? Like They're doing it like they're holding this conversation in their head and speaking it out loud. And you can actually hear what they're going through, especially when the pod is quiet. Especially like you don't got your TV turned on or or whatnot. You hear these types of conversations. Like, there's times I want to climb up on a vent like, yo, bro, what are you doing, man? Like, what would you be doing if you was on the street right now and your girl was locked up? Some guys can handle it, some guys can't. You have one minute remaining. But, that's that's about it on that conversation. Yeah, life is tricky, isn't it? Anyway. This has been Red Your Randy. I hope you enjoyed listening to me today. For those of you in the U.S. who would like to call me, leave a message, or ask a question, you can call 1-888-524-1932. For all international calls, just put a plus in front of the one. Don't forget to check out my website, RedOnYourRandy.com. I'm on Twitter, at RedOnYourRandy. Take care. Stay safe. Thank you for using GTL.